Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our Big Brother Canada 8 recap podcast for the eviction episode of March 19th, although I'm not sure we can call it an eviction episode. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me tonight is Brent. How are you doing, Brent? I'm not sure we can call it an episode, Taryn. <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also with me tonight is Melissa. How are you doing, Melissa? I'm great. Just very, very, very confused. I have no idea what I just watched. I feel like the whole episode, it was like one thing after another where I was like, wait, what? 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 I was watching it literally saying out loud, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) I was like, does anyone know what I'm watching right now? But uh, it was interesting. I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, it's it it was a very strange episode of the show. Basically, what happened is right before the show started, uh, there an image from Instagram popped up from Kyle's Instagram um, showing that he was outside of the house. And that was a bit of a shock. Uh, And then we see Arissa open the episode uh, telecommuting uh, from home. I actually loved that, um, that uh, she explains that there have been two people removed from the house. If you are not a feeds watcher, we have been aware of the fact that Jamar had been removed from the house uh, for a few days now. And uh, Kyle has been has remained in the house up until last night when the feeds went down for last night's episode. And uh, and they have been they had been down ever since. And so it was very shocking to hear that all of a sudden Kyle has now also been removed from the house, although they didn't say it was Kyle as the episode started. But because of this Instagram post, uh, we kind of we kind of knew what was going on here. And then what resulted from this has to be the most bizarre episode of the show I have ever seen um, from Arissa hosting from home to uh, a segment about uh, a, a virus that has uh, that, that they're being informed about uh, to like 
a couple of character moments, a couple of game moments, then a house meeting where the most dramatic part of the house meeting is cut out of the show. And then two people are removed with basically no explanation on the show. Uh, And we just see the reactions to the news Uh, and then an HOH competition that starts and uh, and, and and a canceled eviction. It's this 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 was insanity, Brent. I mean, I I I am really pissed right now at the editing of the show, but honestly, the way I feel about it, Taryn, is that I can go off all I want about it, but I really don't feel like that when I come for the show as much that it means as much as when you come for the show. I mean, you're you have you're the most widely known of the people who are on the LFC and you're the host of the show. You're the leader of our group. So like, can you please come for them on this? Like, how in the world can they not show us but instead just tell us there are so many things i have a problem with number one for why of course i asked you to talk and now i'm talking but still <laughs> well I, why in the world would they not show us what happened with jamar my feeling is because they know how weak of a bitch move it was to remove him from the house in the first place and they didn't want the fans to get any more riled up because they're like oh well that's that's why you removed him from from the house because of this little hand gesture, that's why you removed it from the house? They didn't want the fans coming for them. And then it seems like they did like almost a make good to remove Kyle from the house because they screwed up and removed Jamar from the house. I, and then they didn't show us anything of what happened with Jamar or Kyle. They just said, trust us. There's a good reason they have Arissa. They put Arissa in an impossible position. Uh, <laughs> believe me, she's in an impossible position. She works for the show. And she has to say what they told her to say. Ah, this was a mess. I, I it might not have been intentional, but I did think it was interesting when Arissa like emphasized the word production. Like when she was like, production has made this decision to like remove them. I don't know if it was intentional, but I did think Oh, I'm it was- sure it was intentional. I hope it was intentional. <laughs> and if it wasn't intentional, that was just good luck for us because this is bullshit. Sorry, yeah, Terry, so, take it away. Well, to, to catch anybody up who is has been unaware of what's been going on because you don't follow the feeds, um, first of all, we had a, a roundtable podcast Tuesday night um, that was about three hours long. You don't need to listen to the whole thing because we talked a lot about the feeds as well. But the first bit of it in particular, um, it's probably starting around 20 minutes in, we had Ika. Uh, and then Andrew come in to talk about the situation with Jamar and uh, describe essentially what was happening and, and provide context for the situation and why he was well, what we were assuming, why he was removed from the house. Uh, I, I really recommend that you go back and listen to that. Uh, obviously, all of the spoilers are now no longer spoilers, so you're free to uh, to listen to that. And, and again, I highly recommend it. I think it's what the show should have been tonight. Um, and so uh, go, go find that. Um, but basically, uh, Jamar was arguing with Kyle at the tail end of that house meeting that we saw in the episode and uh, Jamar uh, was had had made threats um, to Kyle uh, involving gun violence um, and Kyle and Vanessa were saying things like you're making me feel uncomfortable, uh, which was part of what prompted the threats. Um, and they were egging uh, uh, Jamar on um, and trying to uh, get him riled up. And uh, and this 
is important why you listen to the podcast that we did on Tuesday, because there was a lot of context behind why Jamar was so riled up, especially as they were saying that he felt uncomfortable. This was something that they had talked about previously. Um, they showed a little bit of this with Carol um, tonight on the episode that uh, people had been talking about feeling uncomfortable around Jamar. People saying things like he looked like a thug and things like that and things that were very that were very hurtful uh, to him. Um, and so. After that, the feeds cut. They were down for a very long time. We were informed that Jamar was removed from the game. And lots of people in the audience and in the fan base, in the community, were very upset because it seemed as though uh, this situation did not warrant Jamar's removal from the game. Yes, he did make threats. No, he should not have made those threats. But Plenty of other players have made threats like that in the past and not been removed from the game. Um, and again, when you take into uh, consideration all of the context surrounding the situation, um, there's an additional layer of unfairness that is going on here with Jamar's removal. And so there was a big outcry. Um, and so leading into tonight's eviction, I think that there were a lot of people waiting for the full explanation from the show as to why they decided to do this. Um, and instead, what we got was uh, we were told that Kyle has also been removed from the show uh, for problematic behavior, um, I, I, which, oh, okay. Um, and that, uh, that they cut in the episode, they show the house meeting, they cut the part where Jamar and Kyle got into the argument. And then we were told that, uh, that based on things that were shown on the feeds and things that were not shown on the feeds, Jamar was removed from the game. And this is incredibly frustrating because it is not an explanation at all. It is, uh, it is basically like a, a dodge. Like, I mean, we make fun of house guests, of players who come to us and try to tell us, oh, no, no, you didn't see everything on the feeds. There was other stuff that went, that happened. I don't know exactly what it was, uh, but there was, you know, there was, don't worry, there was lots of stuff. Um, and, and so it, it, it was definitely justified what I did. Um, and we are rightfully upset with house guests when they try to do that it's a very very base level of uh bullshittery um that uh, that they try to pull on us and the fact that that this is the message that they thought was the right call i genuinely have no idea what they were thinking i i like the, the the fact that they thought that this is something that they could get away with, that they could just be like, no, we're just not going to tell you anything about what happened. Um, we're just going to say, no, no, trust us. There was worse stuff that Shamar did. There was there was other there were other things. Um, it just trust us that it was justified. We're just not going to show it. Um, at least they didn't, you know, have the gall to pretend that it was for Jamar's sake that they didn't show these things, because uh, that's a common excuse that people will use in this sort of situation. Um, but it is it is very frustrating. And I think it's also frustrating that they're not showing what happened with Kyle and why they decided to remove Kyle, which they also said happened from stuff that we saw on the feeds and stuff that happened off of the feeds. And like, I think this is important because again, like I think it was important to show the context in, with which everything happened. Like this, 
when things like this happen, like the one thing that you can get from it is that it can help teach people why why this thing was wrong in the first place and why Kyle is being removed from the game. And like, I'm not going to lie, like there were other people in that house who did things equally as bad as Kyle, if not worse in terms of their problematic behavior. But Kyle was sort of the poster child for it. He was sort of the the, the main person that people were upset about, uh, you know, rightfully so, because he was the main person involved in the confrontation. But it really just feels like they just decided to do this to try to appease the fans in some way. But I don't know why they thought that not explaining it and not explaining the Jamar situation on the show was a good idea or would somehow help the situation because it it's again like they they have to be out of their minds if they think that this was the right call i i feel like that's 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 what i feel uh yeah <clears throat> i mean i um you said it I, I i don't i first of all i don't feel good about kyle having left the house like i don't care for him as a person he was a villain on the show i didn't like watching him on the feeds whenever he was on the feeds i would switch to a new channel but still, I don't know what exactly was the straw that broke the camel's back that was the reason why he was removed from the house. I just feel like they caved to the fans, and that is a terrible precedent to set. Is this in reaction to what happened on Big Brother 21? If so, that's good. I'm glad that you are responding more to the fan base, but it shouldn't be up to the fans to direct production to what they need to do. I, I, I just, all they had to do was come out and say, I would have had so much respect for Aaron Brock if she just came out and said, you know what? We got that one wrong. We removed Joar from the house after listening to the fans, after listening to the Big Brother alumni, having a couple of days to think about it. I got that one wrong. I own that. I apologize to Jamar. That's all she had to say to me. I mean, not all she had to say, but that would have gone a long way toward making me happy but instead they paper over it with oh well we're gonna remove the guy that you don't like from the house but we're not gonna show you why we're gonna put Arissa out in, out there in an impossible position to, to, to just say well there are reasons why he was removed from the house but we're not gonna show them to you just trust us and again they went to that whole tired excuse of well, remember, there are things that were shown on the feeds, but also some things not shown on the feeds that were the reasons why he was removed from the house. Then show Which, us. Of course, yeah, exactly. Right. Which is your own damn fault because you always turn off the goddamn feeds anytime anything interesting is happening. So I just, boy, I hate this production team. <laughs> there are some things that I really like about them, but they make some terrible fucking calls. I'm I'm like being quiet because I don't know how I feel about this yet. And I feel like I'm still trying to process it because I feel like this could have gone a few different ways where it's like one way could have been that they show everything that happened that we saw. And there's really no good explanation for them removing Jamar from the game. And then the production looks bad um, and we're still upset about it. Or they don't show everything and say, like, trust us, this this is right. And then they remove him. And but we don't get to see like why it's right. And there's really no explanation for why. Or 
they try and make it look like they're right by making Jamar look bad and making the other people look like victims. And then they're like, see, this is why we removed him. But really, that's not exactly what happened. And we all know that that's not what happened by watching the feeds. And I mean, I think that last option is the absolute worst option. So I think if like I had to pick between the options, I'm very glad they didn't go that way. Um, But at the same time, I I don't know. I feel like I, I think that First of all, Jamar shouldn't have been removed from the house in the first place. We all know that. But the, if he was going to get removed, I think that they did it in a way that makes Jamar look good. I mean, like, they didn't show anything that he did wrong. And then they, like, show Arissa talking about it. And then they come back on when everyone's crying and sad and you feel bad for men because she's like, he was just trying to defend me. Like, and everyone's like, we love you, Jamar. He's got such a good heart. You know, like it makes him look good. Um, the results, I mean, it doesn't make production look great and it doesn't explain anything. And it leaves us with more questions than answers. But I, I do think it makes Jamar come off looking much better than he would have had they made some sort of story up to make it look like they did the right thing by removing him. So I guess in that sense, it's good. But um, in regards to the Kyle thing, I just feel like it was, they were trying to like, yeah, like make up for what they did by being like, well, we'll also remove Kyle. So now everyone's even right. But at the same time, like, I don't think Kyle should have been removed from the house. So I don't feel good about that either because then it's two people losing their shot at this game that they both were really wanting to play and both were like playing hard and I want them both to be in it. Um, So this doesn't really make me happy um, this result because, you know, it certainly, it certainly helps that there was some like, Hey, Kyle did wrong too, but I think they should have just kept them both in the house. And my ideal situation would not be remove Kyle. My ideal situation would be like Brent said, say, you know, we made a really bad call on this one. So Jamar's back in the house, put him back in there. You shouldn't have gone in the first place. So I'm, I'm leaving confused and not fully satisfied. Um, But also I'm not as angry, I guess, as I was yesterday. So, I mean, I think it's more that confusion has taken over. I, I I hear what you're saying, and I and I do think that those are valid points. The thing for me that crossed the line is when they said, "Reminder, guys, there were things that you didn't see that led to this happening," because that is a clear implication that they are saying you might think it was not justified, but it was justified. If mm-hmm. they just said, "You know what? We're not going to show it. We, we removed him from the game because of things that happened," then that that that's one thing. And I think that goes along with what you're saying. And and I could have gotten a little bit behind that. But the implication here is so clear, which is that they're saying, no, there were additional things that you didn't see. You cannot cast judgment on our decision because you didn't see them. And we're not going to show you these things. Um, that is an untenable position. As far as I'm concerned, you cannot make that statement and expect well, I, there to be no, no, you know, uh, like, it's you're just, here. yeah, you can't you can't do that well i also can't even imagine being a non-feed watcher watching this season i feel like i'd be like wait what like these people were removed from the house for what reason like we don't see anything like what did like you know because it also makes kyle look way worse than he is i think because it's like it leaves it up to the oh, imagination. no 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 
I, I can't agree with that. I, 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 I know where you're going with that, but no. No, but I do think so. I just, the, I mean, I think it does make him look worse because anything that I, uh, I'm imagining is way worse than things that he did. Something that would get you kicked out of the yeah. house, a pattern of behavior. It sounds like he's like touching people or like doing something strange like oh, that. Really? Like it, it, makes me that. Feel, it makes me feel like there's something that because people don't get kicked out of the game. In Big Brother Canada, so it makes me think. Well, they that just did. This they, is like, they just did it two days ago. So, <laughs> well, no, but if I'm a non-feed watcher, I don't know that. I'm saying, as a non-feed watcher, I hear them say, "We're not going to show it," but he had a very bad pattern of behavior that was very apparent. I would think I would immediately jump to it like a horrible conclusion. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, it's that he like made comments and was not a good person." Whatever. Like, I would just think like I would think something way out there. I think the difference is that uh, this way, there aren't any articles with clips of Kyle asking Jamar to say the N-word. There aren't any clips of, you know, the things that, that Kyle is saying. The headline of the article is not uh, Kyle removed for uh, problematic statements about uh, the N-word or, uh, or you know, inciting, uh, you know, whatever, right? Like, those articles don't exist, whereas with Jamar, they, they currently do exist, you know, uh, removed for uh, threatening a fellow house guest. Um, I think that, you know, this is going to be a, an, an entry in the Wikipedia Kyle removed from the game after some sort of altercation with Jamar. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that's, that, that is a big difference. And I'm not saying that, uh, that that should be that there should be uh you know like uh let's let's kill let's kill both of them let's get headlines of articles all over the place that uh that stomp on both of them but uh but the, i i do think that there is a, there is a difference there uh in in the treatment so um i, I it, this is this is uh i think that they should have shown what what Kyle did to have him removed. They should have shown what Jamar did to have him removed. They should have explained themselves. Uh, and, you know, they're making this call like they, they like they you can't can just make a call and then be like, but we're not going to tell you why when uh, we're not going to show you why. Um, so that, that that's how I feel about it. I, I, I'm I'm not not pleased. Um, and also, how many guys are left in the house now? Uh, four. Jeez, right? That's crazy. That's all guys leaving. Yeah, um, yeah. Four, four guys, eight, eight women. So, wow. Uh, it's um, it, it's it's a strange, strange start to the season for sure. Uh, we are only two, two full weeks in. Uh, in, or no, three, three full weeks in now. Um, since the uh, since they entered yeah. the game, um two full weeks of like the show being on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's, that's about where we stand. Uh, I, I, I gotta say, I, I did not write notes for this episode. Uh, I I was, mean, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and honestly there wasn't, uh, I, I if I'm being honest, I, re- I remember it anyway. So, um, but the, uh, well, basically what we saw, uh, was this moment with the virus, which, you know, honestly, uh, was for me, like, it was a moving segment that, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a real life scary thing. It's something that we're all dealing with right now and seeing them react to the news, uh, is, um, I, I don't necessarily want to say therapeutic, but it, there's, there's something there to like shared pain, shared experience that makes this, I think, a valuable segment to, to see on something like this. Uh, 
Uh, and uh, I, I did, I did like that. And it, and it was, it was nice that it brought them together and that they were supporting each other uh, a little bit undermined by what we knew was to come. Um, yeah. But, uh, but it, it was, it was a nice human moment uh, on a show like this. And I think that uh, one of the cool things about this show is are these moments, these moments where you, you see people and you're able to to see reactions like this, to see uh, how they're dealing with real life news from outside of the house and and all of that. So um, I, I, I like this part, Melissa. Yeah, no, totally. I, I really liked that part. I thought that they handled it really well. And I mean, it's it's a scary situation. I feel like I. They didn't they don't even know really like the details. So they don't even know like what's going on. I mean, when you hear that, like, remember this virus that you thought wasn't a huge deal? Well, now it's a massive deal. It's spread all over the world. It's pandemic. Like, I would think like probably everyone's dead if I heard that news because I wouldn't know. Like, you know, I wouldn't know the details of it. I mean, obviously, we know all the details, but if I heard that news and I'm in the house, like I'm immediately thinking of my family. I'm crying. I'm doing all the stuff they were doing. I mean, when Maddie cried about her parents because they were supposed to be in Italy during this time, like, and she doesn't know the trip's canceled yet. She assumes they're probably there. And they just, she just heard that the news is that Italy has been hit the hardest. And, you know, I would, I would be, I mean, I teared up when Maddie started crying at that. Cause it's just like, I imagine that feeling. I totally can relate, you know, to that sort of thing. So I, I, I thought it was really well done and I thought that they handled it with, gravitas and that like the way that it deserved to be handled so i thought they did a good job yeah um it's uh and and it did it did affect the house guests uh pretty significantly uh especially in in that moment um it's still something that obviously is weighing on their minds um the the feeds have been down for a long time so i don't know exactly how much but uh but it's it's it, it was it was a nice moment an otherwise crazy show and the fact that this falls on this episode again really adds to the just uh twilight zone feel of the whole thing that it just did not even feel like a real episode of the show. Um, it did not follow any of the normal formula or a pattern that uh, that the show usually follows. Um, we did get uh, a couple of like interesting moments. I did like that they showed Brooke and Hira, um, just a, a, like a nice little character moment. I actually mentioned this on the live feed update this morning. Um, that I wanted to mention that Hira is having these kinds of nice moments with Brooke and Sue and, and some other people in particular. Uh, so I did like that uh, that this popped up here, Brent. Yeah, this is very fun. Uh, but I agree with your assessment that this, again, I, I said it at the beginning, this did not feel like a real episode of the show because it was so disjointed and there was so much stuff missing, but so much happened and I, there was so much buildup for it. Again, they announced earlier in the week that everything was going to be addressed with Jamar's uh, exit from the show on Thursday. And then it was like crammed into like a three-minute segment. It was like we saw the beginning of the house meeting with men and then it just went, went you know, up, skip to the end. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't even know what to think. I mean, yeah, it was a great moment. Uh, everything. I didn't even get to talk about the, the virus moment, but that was also very touching as well. But I, I again, I, my mind was elsewhere watching this episode. I was I was waiting for everything else to happen. So it was really hard for me to appreciate some of the goody, touchy feely stuff that was happening. Literally the entire time I was like struggling to even focus on what was happening because I was just waiting for the explanation as to why Kyle left and, and how they were going to handle how Jamar left. Uh, and then 
nothing. Um, but sorry, uh, Nate Hall is asking me. I'll give this to production. I'll give him the <laughs> production. You get this. Yeah, yeah. I thought so, it was strange that they showed the Carol moment, but didn't right. show anything else. Like you know, for um, Big Brother Twenty One, when they showed like a little montage of like things that were going on in the house and like the bad treatment. Like I, I mean, they didn't show enough obviously, but like they did kind of address it. I thought, I thought they were going to do something like that. Where it was like a little like montage, like building up to like why Jamar was so upset at that moment. Um, but then they just like ended it with like Carol and Jamar, like hugging. And it was like, Oh, okay, cool. I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like they could have done more. And this was part of like why I had such like whiplash it felt because uh, when I heard that Kyle was removed from the game, I felt like, OK, it seems like they're try. It seems like they recognize that they did something wrong and they're trying to mm-hmm. to fix it in some way. And if he was removed in order to show the context that surrounded everything and then explain explain all of that and then say you know what you know now Kyle also needs to be removed from the game for those reasons then then I think we're on a good path and when they showed the Carol segment I was like this is it this is them beginning to show the context setting it up so that when uh, so that they can show the argument between Jamar and Kyle that happened a couple days earlier where Kyle told him that he felt that that Jamar made people feel uncomfortable and Jamar talking about that and then that provides additional context for the house meeting where they're saying you're making us feel uncomfortable um, and really setting Jamar off. Uh, but then they they did. They just stopped there at the end of the Carol segment and and didn't go any further. Uh, you know, maybe 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 there's a small chance that this that they just didn't have the time to set something up and put it in this episode and fit it in to show the correct context and maybe Sunday night we'll see a segment that's showing what I we should not. be shown um, but I don't expect it to be that no, way the, the time was, for action was now yeah also I, I do want to say like just from like a television like a make TV perspective like they didn't show like the most dramatic thing that's like happened on this whole season. Like why would they not want to show a big giant blow up? Like, I feel like that as like a TV producer or something, I would be like, we got to show it. Like we got to show the Especially moment. if like you're, if you're trying to bastardize Kyle and make him out to be the bad guy and appease the fan base, which in my view is exactly what they're doing, but they're not going to show us anything that Kyle did up until that point. That, that was the reason why I rejected what you said earlier, Melissa, but because of the fact that I, I recognize that in some ways that you, your mind can go to other places, but like his behavior was so bad in some places that I think it would, would have done far more uh, harm to him by just showing exactly what Kyle did, but what, but what he deserved. I mean, everybody knows when you go in the Big Brother house, anything you, you do is going to be shown to the outside world. Now, it may not be, but you know that it can be. And so I, I don't understand why they didn't if they if they're going to bastardize him and make him look like the bad guy. Why? Why are you then going to not show what Kyle did Inle- unless you're in an untenable position and you made this call for reasons and you don't really know why. And you don't think that those reasons can coexist with future uh, decisions that you might have to make. And so you're just going to wash it away and say, oh, well, it happened and there are reasons why. And let's move on. We're going to reset the game. I mean, imagine a situation where Big Brother U.S. has a huge, massive blowout, uh, a blow up at a at a house meeting that 
results in at least one person being ejected from the house. You think they're not going to show that on an episode? Oh, you think course. they're not going to replay it like 50 times in like the previously on yeah, but, Brother? But that's like, the thing though. Like, but, I mean, but, come Big, on. Big Brother USA though, they keep the feeds on for the most part. They show us everything that happens in the house because you have to pay for them. And Big Brother Canada, Big Brother Canada, they're, they're nicer up there. They don't want to show anything controversial. Anytime they talk about sex, oh my God. Like the, the <laughs> famous Bo Janelle fight from way back in the day and Big Brother 6 would have never been shown on the feeds on Big Brother Canada because they talked about, you know, all that stuff with Bo. So, no, like, they they just have a different mindset. But it's a terrible mindset because if you're not going to show it on the feeds, then at least show it on the episode. And they didn't give us either. And that's why I'm pissed. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, say say what you want for Big Brother US and they have had their problems, but it's a lot more rare that they shy away from those problems. Uh, you know, that there have been circumstances where they have, uh, you know, not shown things. Um, but for the most part, they do like we saw, yeah. you know, we saw it in Big Brother 20. We saw the the JC and uh, and and um, uh uh bailey fight um Mm -hmm. and you know you can you can take issue with how they presented it but we saw it uh we saw on the finale of big brother 21 uh that they gave the uh, pre-jurors an opportunity to grill jackson about his behavior on the show these are things that absolutely would never never pop up uh in big brother canada uh this carol situation it seems to be like the most controversial thing they've ever done um but it seems and only because it has a happy ending with a bow on top yeah yeah um and And also because i think they hate carol (laughs) like uh like connor said in the chat carol got buried and kyle got no explanation like what like yeah like you would think that they were honestly it seemed like the way the episode was building that carol was getting kicked out of the house because she like made that comment because it was like whoa i can't believe carol would say that and then it's like i'm one of the house guests get kicked out or two of the house guests get kicked out it would be like oh my god it's carol but and, and when Jamar was removed, I went back and I watched the episodes of Big Brother where people had been ejected, Big Brother US, where people had been ejected from the game. And they uh they ha- they went they go into detail like they oh, yeah, they, they show why they go they go out of their way to explain their entire process so that you that the viewer understands and can trust that even you know what and they they kind of have this attitude of like this is this is what we saw this is what we thought about this is why this is what we decided and why uh i hope you understand audience that we were in this position and we made the best call that we could and we're just trying to do the best that we can for the house guests if you disagree with us you know that's completely you're right but we're doing the best we can like yep. it's that easy it really is and so i i just i, I again i i just don't understand oh like, your shit yeah <laughs> Yep. This is terrible jury management. Um, these the, the Big Brother Canada would not win a jury vote. Um, so uh, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's uh, it's frustrating. Um, now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. We also saw, I th- 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 this is the crazy part, like all of the content minus the ending of this episode, I thought was actually pretty great. Um, again, between Arissa, you know, hosting from home and, uh, the Hira and, and Brooke moment, the virus, uh, thing, um, even the conversation between Sue and Chris, I thought was, was so uh, cute. was such a fun little thing, um, because they do have like a weird relationship going on. Um, and then you know uh sheldon and brooke proposing a deep deep way under the table alliance with uh with maddie and re who then uh go hey can we just a quick sidebar on this uh should we accept this what do you think or should we be um that was hilarious uh i, I thought that again like it was there was some great stuff in this episode uh yeah. that uh that i was you know despite the fact that i was hard, having a hard time paying attention i was like this is this is still fun i was like i was like uh 45 minutes into this episode i was ready to come on this podcast like man the editors they really kicked it into high gear in this episode they really knew what they were doing Uh, i was so prepared for that like because i i I, like think about what i want to say about these things ahead of time um and i there's like this week has been a whole week for me where i was preparing like i was preparing to ask min in my exit interview with her why did you trust vanessa so much uh and i kept having to reevaluate my questions for her now i have no questions uh there will be no exit interview tomorrow uh i i am not speaking to jamar or kyle um that uh you know not by my choice Um, no but it sounds like jamar then will not be able to come on the podcast i'm assuming well jamar is all over he's going to do an instagram live with michael Uh, i don't know he may be doing it right now i saw he was going to he talked about it a few minutes ago on his uh, twitter feed uh so i mean he seems open to talking, so maybe we can get him at one point, but I just don't think we're going to get an official exit interview from the house. Mm-hmm. No, but I'd love to have him on the show. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I guess uh, hold on. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll, we'll see. Um, but that's uh, that's that's about what we saw here. Then we saw Min's confrontation with Vanessa. Uh, I still felt like they're not they're not completely showing Vanessa uh, for like in this conversation with Min. She is completely denying that she said anything about Brooke, but they're not they didn't really show that part because uh, it completely contradicts what she just did and it would Which, show that she's like i, I, I don't right understand line. why don't they lean into this crazy vanessa uh storyline this would be great for them like because jamar's left kyle's left you need some more big personalities vanessa for all her craziness she's a complete wild card she has it within her to carry an element of the show uh i i don't understand why they aren't leaning more into that and just saying you know what she's a crazy son of a bitch and we're gonna go with it like uh because that's what's going on here it's she, She's completely nonsensical in her uh, strategic decisions. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, I have to imagine just like things that we've talked about before. I personally feel like the story producers, editors, whichever person is in charge here the most, um, they're either just not skilled enough or they're too lazy, uh, to lazy. really try to, uh, show what's actually happening. And it's just a lot easier to, uh, to portray Vanessa in a certain way. Um, when she's unwilling to obviously admit that she's crazy in the diary room. Um, and so it would require them to like really go out of their way and piece together things to show it without her telling us, um, um, and uh, Big Brother Canada is very much all about tell and don't show uh, as they really just the most extreme example was tonight. Um, so, uh, yeah, well, this was like season six of Big Brother Canada where uh, yeah. the, it was so complicated what was going on. Johnny was trying to run a con within a con within a con. They, they couldn't keep up and they just basically assigned. They just uh, gave up. Yeah, gave, gave credit for it to I can't remember who, but it wasn't Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, so didn't like, they give it to Allie? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Because Allie. And we were like, wait, and, what? And I have to imagine it was just because Allie just uh, had a less complex story to tell in the diary room like because I, I i understand this from my perspective because every single day i get on this podcast and i have to tell you guys a story i have to make sense of the events of what's happening in the house and it can be difficult to explain these very complicated situations and series of events and vanessa has been very difficult to describe uh you know on the podcast so i understand the difficulty they face but uh but I think, you know, there are there are problems that stem from that when you when you ignore things and they they, you know, sort of pigeonhole themselves into one area uh, and, and then their their show ends up completely not not representative of what's actually happening in the house and usually a lot more boring than what's happening yeah. in the house. I wanted to ask really quickly about this house meeting, something that I had completely missed during the house meeting. And I don't know if like I you know was out of the room for a second or what. Um, maybe I went to get a Coke. <laughs> I, I do that sometimes. Um, so uh, when they were talking about the five person alliance and men asked Sheldon in the house meeting, who told him that? And he s- responded with, I'm not here to ask answer questions. I'm not going to answer questions. Like if I was men, I would have really gone after him on that one. She made so many mistakes in this HOH meeting. But one of the avenues that I really oh. feel like she missed was making it a referendum on Sheldon's HOH and going after him for being the snake that he is. Yeah, and then when yes. when she asked him again and Sheldon was like, what did I say earlier? It's like so... Ugh. I want to say that everyone was being so beyond rude during her house meeting and laughing at her and Sheldon... She waited too long. They were so prepared. Was, that was the reason why. Yeah, exactly. They were ready to just make... Be like, we're not going to listen to anything she says. She's wrong. We've all already decided. Yeah, and which, so... Which was, they also... Again, they edited this house meeting to be like really serious, but like they were laughing at her basically. They were the laughing at like, her. This was like, not an accurate representation of what happened. So rude. Like, no. It was not cool. It was not cool. And Sheldon was so condescending when he said that. He's just like, what did I say earlier? And she's like, well, I, what did you say earlier? And they were like, he said he's not going to answer your questions. It's like, okay, cool. Like, that is so unproductive. 
they, I, they I, thought they had her dead to rights. That's why at this mm-hmm. point they're like, she's going home. We don't fuck her. We don't have to answer anything. Let's not give her anything. Screw men like that. They just wanted to demonize her and ostracize her from the house. Now they're going to have to deal with her. So mm-hmm. I, well, a part of it too yeah. was that for most of them, this was like the third time they were hearing the same pitch, um, which was like a massive error on men's yeah. part. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but it, just like shut up and be quiet. You know what I mean? Like, don't sit there and like, uh, I don't know. I I just kept thinking that the evictors are doing this right. And were they the good guys all along? We don't know. But it seems like it. They weren't. Let me be clear about that. (laughs) Just because Michael is like cool with Jamar outside of the house does not make his whining uh, mean that he was like the good guy in the house. Yeah, but Um, I mean, look at Maddie. Look at Ree. Maddie, Ree and JL. Great. They have they, Maddie. Now that Michael is gone, great. Uh, I think great guys all along. I will take. They were the bad guys, but now look no, at us. Now I, look I will take. Happening. I will take whining and being indignant like Michael was. Well, of course, over, oh. I'm not comparing him to Kyle. Okay, okay, okay. okay, uh, okay. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that just because Kyle is a douche doesn't mean that Michael is a great guy all of a sudden. Um, like, like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, to, <laughs> like that's that's the kind of logic that gets us into bad places. Um, that uh, so uh, he, he played yes. badly. I can agree with that. Michael yeah. seems like a fine person in the game. I did not want him there. He was talking yeah. about needing to play honestly and like uh, on any other season he would have been uh, one of the worst in the cast um, in my opinion uh, so um, I'm t- taking no prisoners tonight yeah um, alright so that's about what they, they they cut the the house meeting off before we see really any of the interesting stuff that uh, that we saw in it, um, and that does not include the Jamar Kyle fight. I mean, the actual interrogation of Vanessa beyond just her denying it. Uh, some of the back and forth, some of what JL was saying as he uh, chimed in as well. Um, all of that was gone, but you know, uh, it's, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, we then get to the HOH competition and. Now, earlier in the day, I had a stream about the Stockwatch, which, by the way, thanks, guys. Thanks, Big Brother Canada. You've really helped out the Stockwatch. Uh, we had to come up with a rule uh, for what to do with uh, shares of people who have been ejected from the game. Um, and I was like, I got to make sure that this rule it can be applied to any future circumstance, thinking years from now, uh, this rule will be implemented again. <laughs> no, and, think uh, again the next day. And they just had to wait until the market closed so that there's a whole new week that's now affected by this. And not only is Kyle now out and we have to do refund those shares like we did with J- with J- with Jamar, but uh, but also like all of the analysis I did earlier today completely out the door. Uh, if you if you bought shares on my analysis or on your own analysis, good luck, because everything is now different now that Kyle is gone. Um, but anyway, uh, we get to the HOH and, and what I had said in that stream was that I did not expect Sheldon to play in the HOH if the eviction was canceled. And I was assuming that the eviction was canceled. I did not anticipate that Kyle was removed from the game. Um, and my logic was that in the past, 
where things have been unfair like this in Big Brother Canada, they have not allowed the person to to compete in the following yeah. HOH. In particular, Ashley, right? Uh, who this was a planned twist to completely screw her over, and this was worse than the eviction being canceled. This was her HOH being taken over by somebody else entirely removing one of her allies and then not allowing her to compete in the following HOH. Uh, and so my logic was they've been plenty unfair in the past. And what they don't want is for uh, somebody to win HOH two times in a row and just have a repeat week because there's not great television typically. Um, but after Kyle was removed, I tweeted, I was like, that's, that's a line too far. You can't not allow Sheldon to compete after two people were removed that were both allies of his. And then he nominates three people and none of them go home. And then he can't compete uh, like that would have been for me way too far into the unfair territory. And luckily, I feel like they made the correct call and allowed Sheldon to compete in this HOH, which was uh, I forget what they called it, but they're hanging. Um I thought that this was interesting. This is an endurance competition that we haven't really seen before because it's kind of like a dead hang, um, but they are supported. They're on a slope. Um, right. And so it's very different than a typical wall uh, competition. This is like almost entirely about about grip strength. Um, and uh, and so we're going to see this this endurance competition. Uh, I, I don't believe that it took place on the feeds. Uh, I believe the feeds no. came back up right after the episode ended. And we do know who the HOH is, um, but we are not going to say it right now. But we will be getting into spoilers very shortly. So uh, we will we'll talk about it very soon. Um, but uh, but what did you, what did you think? What were your initial impressions of this HOH competition, Melissa? Uh, that I'd probably be really bad at it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to decide, like to determine just like looking at a competition, who's going to win it. Um, so I honestly was go leaving that competition or like leaving the episode totally blind as to like who I thought would win. Um, I had certain people who I had hoped would win and cert like, I, I don't know. I just kind of want to mix it up, but you know, I've already heard spoilers. Mm -hmm. I don't know um, if we are getting to that. I mean, uh, based minute. on the edit of the show, of course, why should I believe anything the edit tells me? But uh, based on the edit, I thought for sure that JL, Maddie, Rianne, or Min was going to win HOH. And then, you know, Min won that competition of the season at the beginning when it was physical. She had to hold the car. She had some, you know, I, she had some strength and she's a small girl. So I really thought that she would have a, uh, a leg up on this competition. So that's where I was headed into the end of the episode. Yeah, um, I will say that uh, and I tweeted this out like my my first reaction um, that I am a uh, podcaster of American Ninja Warrior. And uh, and because of that, I have talked with athletes uh, about that. It's a, it's an obstacle course competition show, and it has a lot to do with grip strength. And uh, and I've gone to ninja gyms, and so my the first thing <laughs> get you the the because and, and they've like told me about these things. So like the first thing that I was looking for was who is who is doing the cross grip, like who is uh, they alternating the direction of their hands as they're gripping because that significantly improves 
moves, uh, the uh, will significantly improve just like your chances of holding on longer. Right. Um, and so right away, um, I saw that Sheldon was was doing the cross grip. Nobody else I saw was doing that. They were all holding uh, like this. Yes, I'm a nerd. Thank you. Um, and so uh, my my initial impression right away was uh, I, I think that Sheldon can do well here. That was that was my my thought. Um, so that's uh that's about here what we have from the episode uh but we will be getting into spoilers um if you are a survivor watcher and you uh you watched last night's episode and you're looking for some discussion about if you've ever wondered you know i watched last night's survivor episode but i'd really like to hear one of the best big brother winners of all time talking about it with uh with that cool taron guy who's a ninja um and calls himself a ninja nerd uh i would like that that would be a nice thing for me to do uh then you're in luck because shortly after this podcast ends at 11 p.m. Eastern, I will be going live with Derek Lavasser uh, to talk about uh, Survivor last night's Survivor. It should be uh, should be a fun time. So make sure you uh, you check that out. Um, so uh, that's that's going on there. Of course, I'll be live tomorrow morning at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens tonight on the feeds and then sunday night uh we'll be live after the episode i will be talking to godfrey manguiza um on sunday night about the sunday night episode of the show so check that out and uh are are we ready for spoilers we are all right we're gonna get into spoilers uh this is where there's definitely a spoiler song Still no song happening. It's happening. No, I'm sorry that you guys just don't hear it. I hear it. I don't know why you guys aren't hearing it. Uh, The spoiler song, by the way, guys, it's both on the podcast and not on the podcast, but it definitely exists. So that's where it is. Uh, Here we go. Spoilers. Schrodinger's uh, spoiler song. Yes. I'm guessing (laughs) it's more like second verse, same as the first with uh, this HOH, Tara? Yes. uh, That uh, my initial impression was correct, and Sheldon has won the veto. I'm sorry, the HOH. Uh, Sheldon has not even competed in a veto yet and still will not, Um, which is is an interesting feat considering, uh, I think, Almost everyone has now played in a veto at this point. Uh, but anyway, Sheldon is now the HOH for the second week in a row, which I did not check to make sure I'm right about this, but I believe this is the first time this has ever happened. I think. I mean, I don't think this is happening. Yeah, the only time it could happen would be I like from four to three. So, yeah, like in a, in a regular week of Big Brother, I mean, like this happens so rarely where, where they will allow the HOH to compete again because yeah. of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, in fact, I don't know of another time yeah, that it has happened. Excluding, excluding Final Four to Final Three, uh, obviously. Um, I mean, Big Brother 16 when they did the reset week, but Frankie didn't win it again. Right. So. Yeah. So. Anyway, I, I, I have to say, the first thing, first thing I heard, or first thing I thought when, when Sheldon won HOH was, shit number two <laughs> was he is in a lot of trouble yeah this is bad for him he, 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 the people around him who were shields kyle and jamar they are both gone sheldon was hoh all of last week now sheldon's going to be hoh all of this week him and brooke are seen as a tight pair 
Um, he I he has first juror written all over him. I one hundred percent believe that he will be the first or second juror of Big Brother Canada eight because there's no way he's going to get to the end based on this based on winning HOH back to back like this. I, I I would be shocked, but we'll see. Uh, I other people have done it before, and I've been wrong. So you know who knows, Taryn. Yeah, it's it has been an interesting ride for Sheldon so far, because the first week when Chris wins the HOH, that was his worst case scenario. Chris was the only person he wasn't good with, and he had to do a lot of work to stay safe that week. Then he wins an HOH and has what is probably the most disastrous HOH of all time. Not due to anything that he really did, um, just to, due to the fact that two of his close allies were kicked out of the house and then none of the three people he nominated went home. Um, and then he is, because of that, in a situation where he kind of needs to probably win in order to maintain his safety. I don't even know where the house would fall without Kyle in the house. I have to imagine that he could be in a situation that's not great for him. Um, and so he wins back to back HOHs, um, which is definitely an interesting spot. Like I said, we've never really seen this before. Um, I think he kind of needed it. And I think that uh, winning this HOH could Put him on the right track. I didn't agree with his decisions last week, uh, all of them. But now that Kyle's gone, now that Jamar is gone, he actually does still have some options in front of him. He's still aligned with Hira and Sue, who now will probably be his number one allies. Uh, and uh, after Brooke, obviously, I think right. he abandons KVBS, probably tries to maintain as much of a connection to Vanessa as he can. But I doubt he's telling her much information anymore. And with Kyle gone, I doubt she'll get as much information, which kind of just completely shuts that valve off, which was one of his major weak points in the game. Uh, so I actually think that could benefit him. Um, and then he has made a connection to JL and Maddie and Re. Uh, and I think the connection to Maddie and Re with the help of JL could lead towards something. He still has Chris and Vanessa as these appetizing targets. But the question then becomes, because as I just described, he's kind of in good with everyone right now to some degree. Uh, so where does he go with this HOH? Um, he's going to have to to, to snake somebody. Is it going to be Min again? Is it going to be Re again? Does he go after Vanessa now? Uh, does he go after Chris? Um, I, I really, I'm not sure. I think that Re is probably the right move. Just redo what he was going to do last week, except without the Min backdoor. And then Re is gone. If he's able to keep JL on board, then uh, he's got JL. Then uh, Maddie doesn't really have many places to go. Uh, you know, then you've left, you've left Chris and, uh, and Vanessa in as big targets, and they'd probably go after people that aren't you first. Um, and so I feel like that's the move here, but it's kind of an awkward situation given that he just made a deal with them. Yeah, he's gonna I, put I, Re and, and Min back. He's gonna put Re and Min back up on the block. We're gonna have the exact same thing. Maybe someone wins a veto. Maybe they don't. But we're just gonna have a repeat. Of this well, past. I feel like that that would be if he wanted Min gone, right? Uh, he might also put Maddie Maddie and Re up. I don't think so. Me, I mean, I think he's just gonna be like. I think the easiest thing for him to do, and the most boring thing for all of us, is he's gonna say, "Okay, well, you know, because I just want Hoh again, and because like, you know, I don't want to put anyone else on the block. Let's just." Keep the noms the same. We'll just move forward as if the week was 
was still going on and we were just like it was Wednesday again or Thursday again. And it looks like we're not going to know anytime soon. They just got a bunch of uh, beer in the house uh, mm-hmm. and they're you know, t- uh, cutting the feeds here and there. So I don't know if we're even going to see exactly what Sheldon was thinking. Um, I had heard some people talking about the fact that maybe he was thinking about men, but I think those people are just assuming that men's going to be the target because she was the target last week and why wouldn't she be the target this week? But a lot's changed since last week and I, I don't think that Sheldon would make the same decisions that he necessarily did because the game board is so different yeah with with min against vanessa in the house she has more value the the problem is that she's been trying to make a deal with the evictors and i have very little doubt that they will sell her out in a heartbeat and just could put her right back in trouble with uh with uh with sheldon um and so i could easily see him being like you know what I, I agree. All these people, all these people in the chat are like, "Why not Carol? What is she doing for him? She's not part of anything. She's not going to win anything. Why not just put her up? Why in the world would you want to? Like, if you just got done making good with Rianne and Maddie, if you're going to go after men, and I'm not saying he is, but if you're going to go after her, why in the world would you put one of them up with her? Put up Carol. Put up Angie. What the? What the hell are they doing for you? Like everyone else, he really has a relationship with, and men is a massive target for him in the game. I, I, you know, whatever. If he wants to get rid of men, fine. I, I, again, I, I told Taryn before we started the show tonight, like, I don't know why I'm rooting for men because I know she's not going to win. So she, I mean, how in the world is she going to get to the end and win? But still, I, I find myself rooting for her. So I'm like, Whoa. oh, I'm rooting for men. I do you not know, want men to leave. I know, right? <laughs> we're, we're destined to be disappointed. But it's so much oh, better yeah. when, when, when they do eventually get to the end and win. Uh, Melissa, it's 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 worth so much better when when you when you're with them the whole way. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I still feel like Re is the better move. Um, it is, but uh, but you never know. Again, it, it, you know, getting the problem is Re is only the better move if he can do it without losing JL. Um, like he had good reasons to put up Re and Maddie the first time around that didn't piss JL off, but now they've got a much closer relationship and, uh, and I do feel like it, he, he might lose JL if he, if he tries it again. Um, and so that's the only reason I think that he might have to shy away from going after re, but, uh, but the problem is if you leave, uh, although, you know what, if, I think there's benefits to both because, I think that the evictors actually lost a bit of their uh, life in the game here, losing Jamar and uh, and Kyle, because yeah. basically there were there were going to be like at least two free weeks ahead of anybody going after the evictors because Jamar and Kyle were gunning for each other. Then Jamar left, which cut them off by a week. And we talked about this on the stock watch that the, that actually kind of hurt them a bit. Now Kyle is gone and Kyle was also not really coming for them, but was a big target in front of them. And now when you look at the field who are the big threats you've got chris and vanessa you've got sheldon and brooke and then you've got john luke re and maddie as a trio and all of a sudden it looks like week one again where there's an obvious trio that is a big threat in the house and i think a lot of people might target them ahead of sheldon and brooke if they're still in the game so it might actually behoove sheldon to keep all three of them in the game so i I keep talking myself in circles i don't I, i think he's got a lot of options in front of him we'll have to see yep I just uh, hope it's not a boring week. Yeah, that's but what not I'm, this exciting, to be honest. I, mean, I don't want like, a bunch of people kicked out and stuff like that. Like, let's just keep it a normal, simple Big Brother week, but not boring. I also wanted to say, for those of you out there in the Stockwatch who are playing and you actually bought Kyle, 
Um, like I know you're going to lose like what two thirds of your value based on what happened uh, approximately, but like you totally deserve it. Like I mean, Kyle was <laughs> you like, shouldn't have bought he, Kyle this week. Yeah, you should never have bought Kyle. Like come on, like if you bought Kyle, like I know he was like priced pretty low, but there's no way you should have bought Kyle this week. I can't imagine most people did so. Unless you were really taking a flyer there. Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, can I, I? I haven't seen confirmation, but let me know in the chat if you know uh, who the have-nots are, um, because I, I've seen a couple of names and they're both interesting and worth mentioning if if they're both true. Uh, so I'm, I'm very. Uh, I want to. I want to bring it up if uh, if I'm right about those names. Um, but cool. Yeah, uh, Brooke. Yeah, I'm seeing Brooke. That that was one of the interesting ones. Brooke is a have not. That uh, that matters a little bit because Brooke has been spending so much time in the uh, in the HOH hanging out with Sheldon. If she's a hanging have-not. on Sheldon, right? Oh, uh, that could that could matter. I'm also <laughs> seeing Carol, and that was that was the other name that I that I was uh, really paying attention. to. I thought to. they got rid of like. See, I I had been misinformed. I thought that they got rid of have nots for the entire season, but they're but they're they just got rid of them for the week. Because I heard her say that on the show tonight that we got rid of them for the week but i thought they were done for the season based mm-hmm. on like oh you know the coronavirus is upon us and we want to keep the house guests strong so no have you know no have nots for the rest of again big brother us did away with their have nots for an entire season basically so why not here but apparently they are back so Yes, and I, I, I will, uh, I will eat crow on this one. I said that I predicted that Carol would never be a have not on the show, um, and if she is now a have not this week, then, uh, then I got that one wrong. Um, what? And it is significant. Mark the, mark the time. It Melissa. is significant because uh, Carol just yesterday was talking again about quitting the game. Oh my um, god! Can you imagine? Oh my god! Oh my god! Can you imagine if she she quits this week? Oh my god! They end up like literally just quitting or getting kicked out one by one until finally there's just like a default winner, and that's the season. Honestly, we're going to get to jury, and Michael will have been the only person actually evicted from the house. Yeah, he like tweeted that or something. He was like, "Am I the only one who's actually going to get really evicted from this season?" I was thinking about making a joke on Twitter about how like I feel like. Perhaps what's going on is there's a Big Brother Canada producer that just like really wants to compete with the house guests to see who can <laughs> ev- evict the most amount of players. <laughs> and like that at the moment they were up like two to one. Um, but now they're up three to one. And if Carol leaves, they'd be up four to one, uh, which is insane. That's a fourth of the cast if Carol quits. Um, but uh, I have to imagine the fact that they're not keeping Carol from being a have not again, although we don't really know what's going to happen with the slop situation i guess maybe they will continue to give her special dietary uh because she's special right um but uh but i also wonder if uh if the comments that she made about jamar the joke that she made about jamar uh that made the show i wonder how much that has to do with uh you know their her have not treatment i don't know how much they're actually now thinking that they want to keep carol although after they've kicked two she's people literally out. she is excitement kryptonite she is terrible on the show like i think of all the people in that i know who tried out for big brother canada who wanted to be on the show who sort of fit carol's dynamic who really want to be on the season who went for it hard and they watch carol get on the show and not only does she not really care about the show she doesn't care to be there she always talks about quitting uh, and now she's going to be a have not, and you know she's going to talk about quitting again. I guarantee you, she's going to bring up quitting again. Uh, by the way, I, I they said it was. Well, I'm sorry that that's that's fake news. I thought it was maybe the first four out 
in the HOH competition deserve, uh, determined the have-nots because I know Brooke wasn't doing too well. Uh, I actually I got cut off from the last like minute of the episode, so I don't know if, if somebody fell who I didn't see. I mean, but I, um, huh. I think I think Carol. I think I saw Carol, Angie, Brooke fall. Okay. By the way, when, uh, the, those, those pillows were were a total joke. Did you notice when Angie fell that she fell? And yeah, she kind of hit the pillows, but she basically hit the ground. Like the pillows were like all around her, but they like the pillows like went poof, like they they went. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like she didn't land on the pillows. Like the pillows like like separated like the Red Sea as she landed (laughs) and she landed on the ground. See, I actually, I actually, I actually saw that differently. I was like, oh, those pillows look so much fun. Oh, they Um, they did look fun, but then like she she got no use out of them. That was always my favorite part. Like, uh, if you ever like did gymnastics, there was like the big pit with the foam uh, right? cubes and stuff. I would just stand up on the thing and just jump into that over and over. Uh, <laughs> By the way, uh, Taryn Adam Lupian has a question, a very important question: Can it be an option to buy Carol quitting stocks? Can we have? The, can we? Can we short Carol for this week? I actually I have heavily considered the idea of adding shorts uh, as an option to the stock watch. Uh, we were focusing on the website this season, so uh, we we didn't we didn't go there. Um, that does come with a, a different set of, uh, of 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 problems that w- that we need to work through. Um, but it has crossed my mind. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Ne- next season, uh, honey. Yes, next season. <laughs> um so uh so yeah that's that's about uh about what we have i mean i don't think there's anything else to, to talk about much they're currently having like a party on the feeds they're all mm-hmm. getting drunk uh, except for uh like sheldon and hira i think um and so the fun uh, sponges uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry yeah. I, as a non-drinker myself <laughs> <laughs> um so uh so yeah that's i think that's i think that's what we have for you uh anything else that you guys wanted to bring up no just uh like i said total disappointment of an episode um i don't blame arissa at all uh i i I, my read on it is that like based on i I agree with you melissa based on the way she said a couple things also the fact that she said uh i just want to make clear that uh, the reasons that kyle was or jamar both were removed from the house were were things that were seen and not seen on the feeds like like emphasis hers meaning like you they weren't on the feeds like we didn't show them to you so like my read on it is that she's like because she's a total fan i can't believe that mm-hmm. she's in with this this is just this is just a production screw up and unfortunately we have to live with it yeah i mean it's totally possible there are things that we didn't see i just hate that it's like why just tell us there were things we didn't see but why not just show us like that if there are really things that we didn't see they should have just showed us i i like for me in life if somebody tells me uh like oh there's there's a there's a reason for this but i'm not gonna tell you i i don't i just don't buy into it i just completely assume no there wasn't anything else if you didn't show me there was nothing else it's like it's 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 i feel like it's a common thing too it's like somebody's complaining about like somebody else like one of your friends like oh they're such a bad person they're such a jerk because uh and you're like why like oh just things like yeah like so many things so many things like i can't even tell you it's been such a it's been such a thing yeah it's Mm -hmm. like uh okay like too many instances to even count like i can't even describe it to you that's exactly what this is it feels like it's like Mm -hmm. oh well you just have to take my word for it because it's crazy it's like I don't take your word for it. Sorry. (laughs) It would have been the perfect situation to show us. I mean, when they gave that press release, 
when they said, you know, basically like all will be revealed on no, the Thursday also, episode or whatever. It that didn't they didn't reveal anything. Uh face on in the chat is like saying again, you guys are forgetting that it's a TV show and the potential legal reasons, as much as I don't like it. Honey, that is bullshit. These people There's sign no contracts. They know that yeah. everything that they do can be shown, edited, sliced, what, what cut up, shown reason? on the show. That, that what, is, like as an attorney, what would be the legal reason that you couldn't show something that they did that they signed up for that they signed a contract that said you could use their name and likeness? Like, I mean, there's there's no reason that I can think of that, that they would fake news. And she's it. a lawyer. The only reason that I could think of is production not wanting to show it for their own legal reasons. I guess like, but there's really not like. I mean, the, what, like the cast member is going to come after them and sue them for like showing them uh, on the Can't live happen. feed. Like that's not, it doesn't work that way. Like I've heard, I had heard, I've heard arguments about how like, you know, oh, well, like they could sue for not removing Jamar because there could have been a fight uh, and like production should have put a stop to that. But there, there's no, there's no indication that there would have been a fight. And they also like, if there was a fight off feeds, there. Like, I mean, sorry, out of the show, which is what Jamar was, quote unquote, threatening. Like, that wouldn't be on production either because it's not on set, on the lot. Like, it's, it's, there's really, there's no legal precedent that I can think of. If there is, this isn't really my area. So, like, if there's someone out there who's an attorney who's like, yes, there is precedent. Like, do, like, they, he could have sued, whatever. Then let me know because I'd like to know. But from my experience and from my understanding, like, nothing. Uh, AJ in the chat says, uh, well, Taryn correctly predicted the winner of every season. Uh, we're just not going to show you the footage of it. Uh, just, <laughs> just gonna, oh, yes. That's course. a true story. I yeah. believe that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys, you know, you guys know. We recorded it, but yeah. we, we're just not going to release it because. Wait, yeah. Well, yeah, because, you know, yeah. we'll just tell you. Yeah, I mean. Uh, by the way, uh, Jamar, Jamar tweeted out uh, like an hour ago. He was like, I can't find the tweet exactly, but he said. Wow, Sheldon was never really with me, huh? Wow, like, yeah. like he is <laughs> stunned by that. Sheldon said, "Jamar is not going to be my friend outside this house." I think he's going to no. be correct in that prediction. Um, all right, that's what we have for you tonight on the Big Brother Canada Eight recap. I will be back tomorrow morning, like I said, uh, to update you on everything that happens tonight on the Big Brother Canada Eight live feeds. This, uh, this feels like it really does feel like a reset for the whole season at this point um, because there's a lot that like all of the alliances have been completely swooshed around and uh, this HOH is I think just going to again set the tone for where the season moves forward from here uh, so I think the, me, there's going to be a lot to update on go ahead sorry just really quick to go back to the suing thing uh, I see in the chat that <laughs> the, the, the thing? <laughs> no, not quite. Uh, that the that the uh, that they're saying that it's a possible defamation suit, but the, an absolute uh, defense of defamation is truth. So you can't, you know, if it's true and they just are showing footage of it, there's no defamation there. If it was false and they were making it up, like a production decided to like say have Arissa say, you know, he he punched someone in the face, he murdered someone or whatever, like what you are not going to show you the footage. That's a different story. There you go. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I will be live in about a half hour from now. It's 1030. I will be live at 11 p.m. Eastern to talk with Derek about 
Survivor this oh, like week. in a half hour? In a half hour. Wow. God yeah. bless you, Taryn. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk Survivor. Yeah, that's true. It was, that's true. It was an episode, uh, and there's a lot to talk about, uh, especially with some of the things that we've been watching uh, in the in the podcast over the course of the season. So um, check that out. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, I, we will be back Sunday with Godfrey, then Tuesday uh, for the roundtable once more. and. Uh, that's that's what we have for you. Hopefully, from this point forward, though it's a season reset, we can move. We can move forward. We can uh, hopefully have an okay season from this point forward. Uh, let's just let just let Carol quit, and we'll be fine. Yeah, and we'll be a jury. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taren. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taren Armstrong. If you're having trouble in the Stockwatch, make sure you check out the Stockwatch streams on Thursday uh, where we go over all of the choices. Um, Melissa, uh, you might need some help. Um, uh, We'll see. <laughs> oh, oh confidence also speaking of i missed it again yeah i heard you uh, were a bit late again uh yeah i literally i pressed submit at 1 p.m of, of course of course 1 p.m. Just... i clicked i literally clicked submit because i forgot about it until mel tweeted me and yes. i was like oh shoot and so it went on really quick and i was like okay here are my picks all right and submit and i looked up at the clock and it was 1 p.m and i was like you were you were on time both on the record and off the record oh. uh fully you definitely hit it in, in there it just it just we're not going to show i literally what, uh, like had to go back to the uh the website creator with uh my tail between my legs because like last time i had been like this won't happen again <laughs> and i was like hey <laughs> can you please input my yeah. Right, and, and you know she's not cheating since there are like only 1,500 people playing and she's like number 1,022. Yeah, so, you know. <laughs> yes, Melissa does get special treatment uh, in the stock watch. Yeah, uh, and it's not helping me. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it probably would have been better if I just didn't do anything. Mm. <laughs> left my choices but Probably. you know whatever <laughs> um all right so there we go thank you uh if I, you can find me on twitter at armstrong Taren. you can print at one lucky gay you can find melissa at it's melissa with three a's and uh it's actually three a's not with three a's yeah. Three A's uh, right. at the end of Melissa, not, right. not Melissa with three a's it's melissa, <laughs> not melissa with three a's um, all right. Thank you guys for joining us. <laughs> I'll see you soon. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.